the Create Well podcast is recorded on the ancestral lands of the Tongva people. Here at Create Well, we are a labor of love, and we need your support to keep this podcast going. If you have the means, please support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash createwell, or go to our website, createwellpodcast.com, and click the donate button. Or if you can't support monetarily, please rate and review our podcast. Every bit helps. Welcome to the Create Well Podcast, where we explore the intersection of creativity, wellness, and entrepreneurship. I'm Ray Saragosa, dog mom, singer, songwriter, roller skater, not very good chef, but soon to be better at cooking. And you can find my work on IG at at Ray Saragosa. And I'm Erica Elon. I'm a painter and um, missing my more minimalist apartment right now <laughs> because it's really crazy. Messy. And small business employee. <laughs> and you can find my work on IG at, at Erica Elon. And this week we got to sit down with Naomi Glasses, an incredible weaver, skateboarder, fashion wearer, (laughs) makeup artist. Um, And we're talking about weaving together the elements of our artistry. Woohoo! So you talked to Naomi Glasses. Yes, and this was a long time coming. Oh my I gosh. I'm such a huge fan of hers. I think I first um I think I first saw her on Instagram when she did a reel to one of my songs. Stop. Yeah. <gasps> it was to the It Girl. Cute. Yeah. And and she was modeling um an indigenous artist's um apparel. I'm like blanking mm. on the artist's name, but I'll post it. I'll I'll share the reel on yes. our socials. And I was just like the first thing I, had, I was like, oh my gosh, like she is so the it girl and she's like so exactly like why I wrote this song. Yes. Like she's just like amazing and you know, modeling this incredible indigenous fashion. Oh. Just so much of what the song stands for. And so um that was really cool. And I asked her, I was like, Hey, can I share it on my page? And she's yes. like, yeah, sure. <laughs> and um yeah, I and then I saw her TikTok um skateboarding. Uh-huh. And I was like, What? Yeah, she's killing it. She's like the kind of, she's the skater I always dream I could be, but like, be real Ray. Like, no, no. right? It's (laughs) it's so insane because I, and I think I talk about this with her some, but like, I had seen, I had come across her weaving work some years ago, and she's just this, you know, makes these stunning weavings Mm -hmm. and um, started following her. And it's like every week there's like this new, piece of her like multitudes of Mm. who she is that she puts out there and it's so beautiful and it's so full of like joy and this fullness and this absolute contentedness with herself and her artistry and her day-to-day so she's so fun to follow because she'll be like taking care of she has like all these puppies so she'll be like doing these videos of all these puppies and then suddenly she'll be freaking skateboarding wearing a dress and like full face of gorgeous makeup (laughs) and then she's like weaving all day and making these it's just like it's incredible it's really incredible it's like you know and today like we're talking about like weaving together the different parts of your 
like artistic identity or your artistic practice and um I'm still like floored by people mm-hmm. like Naomi where they're so interdisciplinary yeah um and I feel like we've interviewed so many incredible in- interdisciplinary artists yeah. and like I w- I'm like oh my gosh like I'm just so inspired and I I just I feel like when I was growing up there was like I remember actually I was in dance class mm-hmm. with this girl and she was like 10 mm-hmm. and she told me like oh yeah her mom was gonna make her choose like she's like you could either do acting or huh. like singing or dance um mm-hmm. and you need to focus on one because if you're gonna be successful you have to be really good at one thing mm-hmm. and she was like 10 years old and like forced Dang. to choose and I thought that was weird um <laughs> yes and I <laughs> You know? Choose the rest of your life. Yeah, I thought that was moment. really oh. weird. Um, I feel like you came across that a lot more out here than yeah. in the Midwest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was in New York. But yeah, like mm, I feel like a lot either, of like yeah. parents, LA, yeah, they like kind of treat I'm your kids sure. like, okay, yeah, you got to like be really good at something. So you better choose one thing. And so when I like look at artists like Naomi where they're so incredibly great and multiple things, it's like, that. I, I don't know. I feel like society or like whatever like art we're moving in this direction of like that is Mm -hmm. good and that on social media we can represent so many different artistic mediums and we don't have to like stay in our lane as much and um and that yeah each of the elements make us stronger actually and make the other you know pursuits and the investments of our time Mm -hmm. stronger and she talks a lot about that the kind of the way these things overlap and influence one another totally yeah like yeah like each part makes the other one better and it like like she's talking about how she uses the skateboard like Mm -hmm. in her weaving Mm -hmm. uh, yeah yeah we won't spoil it but we won't spoil it but i was like wait what (laughs) so it's really fascinating and um yeah i i see that i like i don't know i i just like I'm so inspired and it makes me want to like learn so many new things and mm-hmm. um be a better skater right um and share yeah. the pieces of ourselves because yeah. they they're significant just like weaving we're making yeah. this like really kind of cheesy but it really <laughs> it cheesy. is like love it. these these the small pieces of ourselves and of our interests and of what you know what we carry with our stories yeah make our art so much stronger yeah. when we can you know, include yeah. it all together. And yeah. she's just a fantastic example. If you haven't seen her Sephora ad, Whoa. go watch that. Whoa. It will make you cry. Whoa. Um, she's like blowing up right now in the best yeah. way possible. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm excited so cool. to hear yeah. from her. <laughs> we'll just jump into it. Hello. Thank you for joining us. Hi. Thank you for having me. Oh, my gosh. And I know we were just saying, but, like, I'm just so grateful you stuck with me to make this interview a reality because we went through, like, 15 different plans to get to this point and today. (laughs) (laughs) I know. But it finally worked out. So, luckily, we can do this. And I'm so, so, so grateful it worked out. Me too. So would you introduce yourself in your own words? Okay, so hi, I'm Naomi Glasses. I'm a Dene weaver. 
uh, I skateboard sometimes, I model sometimes, and yeah. all together, I, I mostly weave, though. <laughs> mm. And where are you talking to us from today? Today, I'm calling in from Phoenix, and mm. I, I'm here because I had an appointment yesterday, but... Yes. Yes. Well, and you, your career seems to have just taken off, at least since I've been following you. I think I've followed your work for a couple of years now. And would you say that in the past year, there's been like a new significant momentum that you've kind of been riding? Oh, definitely. And I, I don't even, I feel like it came from that, like so many things, like it was slowly building just from weaving on its own. And then I posted that skateboarding TikTok and I feel like it just took off because people didn't realize I skated also. Yes, which is what I've been really excited to talk to you about as far as something that Ray and I talk a lot about on here is the importance as artists and creatives of, and I'm going to say weaving no puns intended but weaving together the pieces of our lives and seeing ourselves as holistically an artist rather than piecing ourselves apart and this is what I've loved and learned so much from watching you with is like your your contentedness in being your whole self in every piece of what you pursue so you know I did come across your work initially of you as this unbelievable weaver um and then saw your makeup and your fashion and then saw your skateboarding and it all makes so much sense together and you quite literally weave it all together as as who you are so can you talk to me some about the connection between maybe first weaving and skateboarding well for me like I know when I'm like skateboarding I like oftentimes get like inspiration and like sometimes I've figured out designs while skateboarding and I don't know if that's just like me oh, wow. that happens too but like um like skateboarding is a time when I get to like just completely free my mind and like meditate basically and so I'll I'll be thinking of a design and like that's when I realize oh okay hey this is how I can do it or or what if I tried this with that and mm. so that's what skateboarding has helped me with on the side of like along with my weaving. Mm. And what did you start first? Were you a skateboarder first or were you a weaver? I was a skateboarder first, definitely, because I started that when I was five years old. And then... Five! Uh, yeah, little Omi. <laughs> Baby Omi. Yes, I think I read that in your Teen Vogue article. You were skateboarding in the kitchen with your mom, yeah? <laughs> exactly, yeah, with all the pillows surrounding me. So, oh my gosh yeah like a whole pillow fort and then like all padded up so cute. helmet everything so just... cute <laughs> and then um yeah so I started that pretty early on in my life and then 
skate or not skateboarding <laughs> and then weaving came to me when I was 16 that's when I started helping my grandma close up her rugs and I would help her close up her rugs and my brother because he had fully learned at that time how to weave and um yeah and then from there I I remember when I graduated high school I was like you know what I'm gonna give this weaving thing a go like I just want to commit a whole year at first I thought I was just gonna do a gap year (laughs) before I went off to college and then I was like in that year I fell completely in love with weaving and I was loving like everything about it and I was like you know what I might I might just stick with this (laughs) and I didn't know how yeah it was gonna work out but I just believed it would And when you say close up the rugs for those of us that are not weavers, is that the final moments of, you know, ending the weaving? Oh, yeah. Okay. So I totally didn't even think about that. Um, (laughs) I I love it. Um, So, yeah, when you you get to like the ending parts of a rug um, with Navajo weaving, we continue the weaving all the way up to the end. And so you, like, have to take a needle and, like, mm-hmm. it's, like, a bigger needle. It's not, like, a sewing needle. What everyone's probably picturing is, like, I'm going in with, like, a, a sewing needle. But it's, like, this, like, bigger needle. And you just have to uh-huh. go through the warp, like, one one warp mm-hmm. at a time. Those are the vertical strings that yeah. hang down. And then the with the weft, which is the one that goes horizontally. And you go through one at a time, and Mm. it's a very, very uh, long process, but obviously having Mm. helpers there is is helpful. (laughs) Well, and I kind of, part of the reason I ask is because I really love that that's where you began to learn, is that like what, you know, seems like such an important very significant moment of the weaving because you don't want to mess it up right at the end. And that's where your grandmother, you know, brought you in and began your process with weaving was actually like she entrusted you with the the completion piece of it. I really, it's pretty amazing. At least when I think in terms of like painting, the end moments are so significant and that's where you start I is, is really interesting. So oh, yeah. that's beautiful. Yeah, I was always like, Grandma, are you sure you want me to help you yes. close up? And she's like, yeah, help me close it up. I love it. Oh, my gosh. And so I'm interested, too, because maybe more weaving questions. What role does your body play in weaving? Are you sitting? Are you standing? Is it difficult on your body? Um, yeah, um, maybe. Can you tell me a bit about that? Oh, yeah. So um, for me, I have like a whole like level of seating that I do. So mm. so I'll string up the loom and I'll be sitting on the, the ground. And then from there, I graduate to like a pillow that's a little higher. Uh-huh. And then I go for me personally, I have my skateboard. So I go to the skateboard. <laughs> yeah. 
stack oh. two skateboards on top of each other <laughs> I love that and then that sounds really dangerous to me like that makes me nervous but I love it it's a great visual <laughs> I mean honestly I don't know I put like a ruler underneath the first skateboard so like it stops oh it and holds it in place in case like I have a moment where it rolls away or anything weird like that but um too funny and then from there I go to like an old milk crate it's like a wire milk crate that we have that's just been sitting around the house since forever and then from that I stack like either like I usually use like uh denser like Pendleton blankets to stack Mm. on there And then I roll them up, you know, to make them sturdy and give me some height. And then from that, I usually go to a an office chair. And then from the office chair, once that gets way too high, like I'm fully cranked up on the office chair. (laughs) And then I have to like move down the rug. So like that also takes a whole process. Yeah. Oh, and then recently. So you're literally like growing with your painting, or I'm, I, I call it a painting <laughs> with your weaving. It yeah. is a painting to some degree. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm growing Amazing. as it grows. And mm. then, and then like, and then when it gets too high and it's like too sketchy to be on anything tall, then that's when I move the rug down. And then that's when I can wow. start lower again. Wow. It's so, it it really does seem, and I think this reflects in the work that you make too. It seems to involve your whole body. And I, I'm also curious, and I ask this of a lot of painters too, because painting can be kind of monotonous or repetitive. And weaving seems maybe like it shares in some of that sentiment. Yeah. Where Where is your mind? You talked about a bit when you're skateboarding and that you're processing weaving, but is weaving prayer to you? Is it processing to you? Is it kind of quieting your mind? What? Where does your mind go with it? Uh, it's very, like, uh, meditative during that time for me, too. Mm. You know, when I first started weaving, I didn't, I didn't really consider it meditative at that time, though, because I was like, I didn't know what meditative was, I feel like. I just thought, like, you know, I was like sixteen, and I was thinking that meditation yep. had to be total like, like, um, yep. like that sort of deal. right? One very clear way. <laughs> yeah. And so, whenever people would ask me that when I was like a lot younger, I was like, I don't know. But now, as I'm getting older, I'm realizing, you know, meditation is like a completely different thing than what I had initially thought and so I use that time usually to think about like what I'm planning or what I'm doing or sometimes I just let my mind wander and I just like I'll like remember something and I'll just be like oh that was fun (laughs) Mm. 
And as far as like your daily practice, because I think I'm trying to remember, I was texting you early on when we were trying to figure out a time. And I think you were maybe taking care of sheep. And I know, you know, you didn't have the greatest internet at that time and things like that. So what, where does weaving fit into your daily rhythms and responsibilities? Oh, so I usually start the day and I go and feed like, you know, the animals that need to be fed. So I have six dogs, so I feed all of them. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. As a new puppy mom, that sounds very overwhelming. <laughs> it's been a slowly growing, like, I'm, like. Little pack? Yeah, little pack. <laughs> and people, like, because I live in the middle of nowhere, and people decide to use our area as a place to, like, drop off, like, unwanted animals. And I don't know why. Yeah, it's sad. It's really sad. But then I meet these puppies and I'm like, oh, I can't give you up. Like, I'm, 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 oh my God. I'm your mom now. <laughs> <laughs> you found your mom. <laughs> yeah. So that's how I have six dogs. Oh anyway, so I feed them. And then, uh, we have our horse. His name is Peppy. He's our only one that we have, like, boarded up. Mm-hmm. And um, so we have him in a stall and everything. So then we go mm-hmm. feed him. And then we go feed the sheep dogs that take care of the sheep. And then I'll let out the sheep also. And then, and then I head back home. And that's where I... Mm-hmm. I'll usually, like, have a breakfast and then I'll start like getting ready to go weave and then I usually spend like most of the time weaving and then or well if I have emails I have to get to I usually try Mm -hmm. to get those out of the way before I get to weaving that way I'm like going into weaving with a clear mind and I'm not like oh my gosh I have to email this person back so that's how I usually worked out. I love it. It sounds, I mean, you, and this is really what I think comes through, even everything you post and share is truly this kind of serenity with your process of creating. Um, and joy, like you, the the joy in which you're sharing, like, new pieces of jewelry or how you put together an outfit and how you're, you know, it matches the weaving that you're holding up in a particular photo, Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff, just it, it exudes so much joy and contentedness with, with your whole self. Um, Where did your love of fashion and makeup and that piece of who you are come from? I feel like it's really grown for me, my love of fashion and makeup well the makeup that that journey started really young when I was like when I was 12 I it was just it was just simple eyeliner at that time but I totally Mm -hmm. like thought like ooh, who am I with this black eyeliner (laughs) (laughs) and then like you know throughout high school and I at that time I kind of used it as like a a confidence booster Mm. and then like now I just see it as something completely fun to have around like 
I'll be like, oh, I want to try this look. Like, let's try like a a red eye, a red smoky eye or, you know, something like that. And then mm. and then I'll be like, okay, and then I'm going to wear this coral and this, this and that. And then so, so, <clears throat> yeah, so I usually, I usually like will snowball from there. <laughs> I love it. And it then, really, it feels so so connected to who you are and and like I said I love the things you put together to to present to the world um especially and I think over this last year too I was going to ask you a bit about how COVID and this past year has changed how you share your art with the world or connect with people um I think people are in search of so much uh joy right now and that's something that I see from all of your your posts and art. So what has, what has COVID and, and this year done for your art practice? Okay. Yeah. So with COVID, a lot of the in-person art markets stopped. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I had barely signed up for my first Santa Fe India market. At, right. at the beginning of the pandemic and right before the pandemic started I got my acceptance letter they're like you're in wow. and I remember like celebrating at the post office because like I was like wow this is my first art show I'm getting into this is wow. so cool and they tell you where your booth is so at that time I was already starting to picture myself set up in front of the cathedral in Santa Fe Wow. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, I was so excited. And then, you know, just for the pandemic to start. But then that started me on a whole new journey with, like, e-commerce mm. and all that because it went mm. virtual. So then they they provide, they so graciously provided us websites. So Awesome. So, yeah, I was able to set up a website and – I'm figuring out that side of how to like sell mm -hmm. my weaving. <laughs> I'm yeah. still figuring it out yeah. right now. Yeah. And then, um, but before that, I also used to just sell on Instagram. Like I would be like, yeah. So like, I'd be like, I'd post a piece and I'd be like, mm -hmm. if you're interested, just direct message me. And then people would, yeah. would direct message me and then I'd send off the weaving. So Amazing. I think that's good for a lot of our listeners to hear too, as we're all kind of navigating, yeah, this huge shift and how to how to utilize social media to to have some success and um, make sales. And has that has that gone well for you over the last year? Definitely, it has. I'm good. I'm completely blown away by the the love and appreciation for my weavings over this past mm. year. I completely sold out during virtual India market, which I'm so yes. incredibly thankful for. Yes. And did you tell me recently you have another show coming up or some type of oh, that one actually, project? Yeah, that one actually just passed. It was the virtual herd Indian market. And for mm. that one, I only had two pieces because I'm currently working on this large order. So Ooh. that's been my focus right now. But I was able to squeeze in two little projects to have. 
and mm-hmm. those both sold during that weekend and I was like oh my gosh like I was so I'm so thankful I love for it that. you're booked and you're sold out <laughs> and all the good things that makes me so happy well I I'm so grateful just to hear a bit about your process and about what weaving is to you and we have a question that we ask everyone to kind of end our time together but what does it mean to you to create well? To me, to create well, it means to make sure that you're well yourself and what you're mm-hmm. putting out into the world is going to make others feel well. Mm. Like That's what I try to do when I'm, I'm making a piece. I want to make sure it brings like positivity to other people and that's why like I try to like whenever I weave I always try to put such good thoughts into it Mm. beautiful so if people want to see more of your viral tiktoks or when you have another show or a piece available where can they find you Naomi they can find me on Instagram at Naomi Glasses, TikTok at Naomi Glasses, and my website is www.naomiglasses.com. Ooh, you kept it simple for us. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Very consistent. I'm a big fan of brand consistency. (laughs) (laughs) But really, thank you so much. You are honestly an inspiration for so many of us and just create so much beauty and joy in the world. So thank you. Thank you. And have such a great day, Naomi. Thank you for having me and you have a great day as well. And now for the Create Well Challenge of the Week. This week's Create Well Challenge is to draw a diagram of the different elements of your creative life that you want to weave together so you can visually see it and visualize what that might mean. And this week's song is Only In Your Heart by Mary Scholes. 